are listening to the breakfast show where I previously had a therapy session on live radio. And that was, was really, <laughs> that was really uh, an experience to sit here and just be silent watching you have your therapy session that on, was, on uh, paid just, time. It was, it was having my, my breakdown of feed, which is focus, effort, effortless, and determination. Wow. If you're struggling with mindfulness, uh, check out the podcast on faithfm.com.au if you missed that part of the show earlier. I definitely think I owe Jennifer some money after that, so we'll have to have a conversation about what her fees are per hour. So, a little bit awkward, but well, Do you we feel all better? got to know. Do you feel I feel better? great now. Also, another thing, I ran down. I just had avocado avocado on toast. It was beautiful. Was like it a, smashed? It was smashed avocado. Yeah, it wasn't just like in the thing. Yeah, no. It was smashed avocado on toast. That'd be wild if I was just That's eating it just like, like an like apple. A, like, yuck, dude. Yuck, bro. That, I guess the presentation makes a difference. That's true, actually. So, just seed and everything. Yeah, speaking of, chunks out of, it. of the presentation... Can you present the clue for us? Yeah, man, for sure. Here we go. Who am I? Jesus said to me, no one can see the kingdom of God unless he is born again. Ooh. Who that, was that it? That has to be the final clue. Is that, that the final no, clue? No, no, no. There's still one more. There's still. Oh, boy. There's still one more. Yeah. It, it's... Uh, 0491-064-669 is the number to call or text if you know the answer. If you do, you will go into the draw at the end of this week to win our amazing prizes, the great prophetic books of Daniel and Revelation, the study guide. Uh, well, it's not a study guide. It's a study journal. So it's you you have the verses up the top and then lines down the bottom to make notes and write down things, as well as a KGB Bible with Mark Finley study Helps. We want to give you both of those things. Of course, as we make our way through the quiz, the first questions are more difficult, so you get more points and more entries into the into the draw at the end of the week. The later questions, like the one I just presented to you, it's worth 200 points. So it's getting a bit easier, therefore you get less points. So tomorrow, I want you guys to prep up and get ready because we're going to do a quiz and I want people to send it for 500 points. You know, get in, win big, and you will get an amazing prize. Again, 0491-064-669. Jesus said to me, no one can see the kingdom of God unless he is born again. Check out this text message from Braden. Uh, you can't call a service station without a service being provided. New Zealand used to have that. Not banned from filling your own car up, but the service is provided wow. to you. Wow. Still? Okay. I thought it was over over there too, wasn't it? Well, that's what it's saying. It used to. Ah, okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, but here's the thing. I promise you that everyone who has ever worked in New Zealand for any job has been paid more per hour than anyone who has worked a minimum wage job in America. So that's the yeah, difference. Yeah, absolutely. Because like, in reality, like I, I just have to say this. This is one thing America does really poorly. Oh, let me, let me say this. Just one is thing? It, is yeah. it exploitation? <laughs> hey, no. Hey, no. Hey, no. Hey, no. Uh, <laughs> yeah, a can of worms here. Actually, no, they're, no, they're really good at it. They're good, yeah. <laughs> they're, they're, they're really great at this. At, yeah. at exploiting no, but customer service is done really well in America mm. at the expense of really humanity. You know, because <laughs> yeah. it, it, that's the truth. Like, customer service in America is better than anything you will ever get here in Australia. Sorry. No oh, thanks. Dude, that's Australia's because they're trying to get bad. me to tip them. Yeah. That's why. Exactly. So they created incentive. a system where their performance is rated on how much percentage you're going to give them in gratuity or yeah. in, in a tip, right? And in some ways, that's wonderful. 
Like, because then you know you're going to get good service or you know that you're not. You've got far less likely chance of somebody spitting in your food if they know if you find the spit, you're not going to get tipped. <laughs> so I uh, just want to throw it out there because it does happen in the food industry. We don't want to get into the, the okay, nightmares okay. of those things. You're making me sick. Let's, let's, <laughs> that is – But yeah. it's important to remember, like, the syst- a system was literally created to, yes, give the customer great service – and the you know the the phrase the customer is always right. Uh-huh. It's not always true if the person serving you is a slave, and like that's the it's kind of a new modern slavery in reality of, mm. of what's happened in America because I've seen some wild stuff like people getting paid less than five dollars an hour. So essentially, you're working that's eight hour shift. Crazy. Anybody know what eight times five is? I'm real bad at math. Eight eight times five. So forty, 40. bucks. Yeah. So forty bucks for the whole day. And you may not get tipped. And also, even if you are really great, normally the tips go in the tip jar, and then they're evenly distributed to the cooks and to the other servers as well, too. So it's a team effort as well, too. No one gets personal tips. Mm. People get tipped. They bring them back. They put them in the jar. They split them. And it was one time when I was a kid, I – well, I wasn't a kid. I was 15. I went to this – it's kind of a crazy story. But essentially, long story short, I crashed a car. I uh, didn't have a license. <laughs> and this, is, this is a yeah. certified Jefferson State story. And I was I was actually in San Francisco. I was working for uh-huh. a, a restaurant that was run by the Egyptian mob. Okay, and I crashed one of the cars. <laughs> and then, this just gets better. And then these guys who are from a Russian organization. We'll leave uh-huh. that as it is. The government. Uh, yeah, a Russian organization. Yeah, the that, Kremlin that worked under underground. Uh-huh. Uh, they basically just paid the guy off with the car cash. Just pulled the cash out and gave him. And then uh, I I wasn't in trouble because I didn't have a license. They made me drive the car, and I told them I don't have a license. And I'm like, oh, you'll be fine. Don't worry. And I was like, okay, so I drive the car, I crash the car, and then all the guys there are like, no, no, I take care of this. And then they hand them the money, and it was pretty crazy. So that was my only uh, experience in the food industry up uh-huh. to that point. Uh, but there was a little corruption there at that time as well, too. And also when the, the guys showed up to the restaurant, they kicked mm-hmm. everyone out of the restaurant in the middle of the meal. They're like, ah, no, no, it's for Russians. They're here now. You know? And I was like, whoa, whoa. And so everyone got kicked out of the restaurant, and it was like, it was kind of a wild place. It was like a belly dancing place as well, too. So it was a wild time. Like I was a wild kid. So. Every aspect of the story is wild. <laughs> it's getting wild. But I tell you what, I would much rather work in a gas station, in a petrol station here in Australia, than in the United States. Because as I said, I was working at a petrol station and I was making money, dude. Just to stand there. And and also, you know, at this time, like, I'm, I'm a Christian. I'd been working in in ministry. And so like the whole ministry job is connecting with people and teaching them the Bible. And then when you work, I was working in a BP, they have this KPI of like, if you, you, you offer them, it's like you get eight cents per liter off if they mm-hmm. buy certain things from the store. Two chocolates or something. Yeah, it's like yeah. two chocolates or a chocolate and a drink, and they yeah. get eight cents a per liter per liter off. And it was like our biggest KPI. You know, that's that's what they track to see if you were doing good. And the average for most people was like seven to eight. That's what they expected per shift. And in my first shift, when I got twenty five, they were surprised. And in my second shift, when I got thirty five, they were really surprised. And in my third shift, when I got forty seven, I set like the New South Wales record for the most ever. <laughs> 
and then like higher ups from the BP came to They're our like, store. Where did you learn this? Yeah, and yeah. you were like, Face FM. That's right. I'm like, uh, from uh, trying to knock on people's doors and ask them to study the Bible with me. Talking about the Bible and money, which yeah. we're talking about in the same sentence. Uh-huh. We got a text message from Braden as well, too. It said, unless the person purchasing that Bible opens it, it will oh, be worthless sure. to them. What a good text. Yeah, It absolutely. could be a $45 million Bible, but it won't be worth anything it if you don't open it. I'm not sure how I would open it, though, for $45 million bucks. I think I'm pretty much like, it's going on the shelf behind glass, it's, and I'll use another copy. Well, that's where it lives right now. Bible, it lives yeah. in a glass case, and it's written in Hebrew. So yeah. if you can read Hebrew, get on ya. Uh, here's a text message about Haiti. It says, uh, what is happening in Haiti is what the future holds for the whole world, Oof. especially after the close of probation. Ooh, mm-hmm. things are getting wild. Demons already control most governments of the world, but if you love Jesus, even though mm. he allows you to go to sleep, you will have eternal life. Mm, so not to be afraid of death. Yeah. Honestly, I don't know if I agree with every little part of that uh, text message, but I'd probably agree with maybe 90% of it. And I would say the world is going to be getting worse as we get closer to the, to the soon return of Jesus mm. as well, too. Uh, we've got more. To, man, we've got so many text messages here today. Uh, ben, you also got the text message correct. Uh, Diana, you got it. Karen got it. So many, so many people. Uh, have been getting those text messages correctly, and I'm really impressed the, the with that as quiz. well, too. Sorry, yeah, sorry, the, mm. the quiz for those. Uh, here's a text message. Uh, have you seen the YouTube presentations of people who've become zombies because of the drugs that they're taking? I'm not sure what YouTube we're watching here. Oh, yeah, okay. there's, like, there's a whole bunch. This is a few years ago I saw it in the U.S. It was crazy. It was a fentanyl. Yeah, 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 I thought it was bath salts. Yeah, Whatever it was. The they bath, were like, the, they walk around like zombies in Florida and different yeah, places yeah. of the, the US. There was the bath salts zombie in Florida who like ripped that guy's face I off. I think he robbed a, a Wendy's with an alligator. That's what I read. <laughs> Just Florida things. You're listening to The Breakfast Show. Contact us on 0491-064-669. That text goes on to say, frightening stuff. Imagine what happens to humanity when the Holy Spirit is removed from the unrepentant fallen humans. There will be total demon possession. Wow, that's a, that is a scary thought as well, too. But we don't, have to, we don't have to worry about that because Jesus is our victory. He already has victory over the whole world as well, too, which I like to remind myself of when I think about these cra- crazy, scary things. I see you I see you smiling, Lawson. You're going to read a text message here? Oh, I just liked how at the end of that text message, there's, like, smiling devil faces. Yeah. Like, the, 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 these raging, too. It's, like, like, it's like the false trinity or something. Yeah. Yeah. Three faces. I, I, did see, I didn't mention those ones because it was a little bit scary yeah. to me. But, yeah. But I like uh, this person goes on to say, oh, well, this is in regards to the interview that you're doing is what I do to get my mind into gear every morning is simply prayer. If that doesn't focus your mind, we have a problem. Mm, I agree. Prayer prayer helps. Sky texts in tuning in uh, to Jennifer. I thought she was talking about ADHD when she mentioned keys and mindful actions. Uh, Focus is hard at times. When I worked in an office, I would start four different jobs for some reason and not realize I needed to finish one job and ignore that impulse or the Freudian example, and do one task. It's getting easier, especially when my job is now mostly cleaning. Okay, well, mm. I, I got to say, Sky, I really struggle with that as well, too. Sometimes I start four different sentences and forget which oh, one to finish. I do that. 
That's a problem. <laughs> have you noticed? I don't know if you guys see, but on like like on the social media platforms right now, there are like a million videos coming out with people with ADHD. Yes. And they're like showing what it's like in their brain and how they mm. live it out and act it out. Yeah. It's like, is it becoming more of a problem than it has been in the past or is it just that we're seeing more people talk about it? No, I think, I think yes. it's definitely potential. I think it's both. <laughs> to of both. Those. I think it's I both think of so. those things because like, and I don't want to say I think this. they just used to call it misbehaved. Right. Like that's what it used to be called. And I think it has changed a little bit, but I do think more people have it. But it's definitely, it's, it's not just a behavioral problem as in behaving badly. So I know that's this, what I was trying to tell my teachers <clears throat> growing up. I, I know literally. this, I know this because all three of my sisters and my mom have been diagnosed with ADHD. My brother too. And, yeah. um, and they've, and they've, they've all, you know, gotten the appropriate amount of medication and, what not as a result of, of those diagnoses. And uh, it's definitely like they've seen just a huge spike in it because I, I, I'm, I'm never one to kind of shake my fist at the clouds and go like, you know, oh, this is evil, that's evil, just like because it's new or whatever. But really, short-form video, a.k.a. TikTok and Instagram Reels. Yeah, it's, it really ramps it up. Right? It is 100, it is killing the attention capacity of people that we, we know this, we've tested this scientifically. We know that this is the result. I blame it on the vine. <laughs> yeah. The original, the, the original, original 15 second short, No, that was six seconds. Were they? The, they were. Dude, the vines back in there. And it's, it's gotten so bad to the, the point vine. where this trend has begun within like Instagram reels and TikTok and whatnot, where it'll be, if it's like not some crazy, you know, crazy video, Say it's like a story mm. or something that someone's telling within 15 seconds or a minute. What they do is they put footage of like someone playing a video game underneath. Yeah, down beneath. They split the screen, They right? split the screen. So up the top, it'll be like a story yeah, yeah, about someone that. losing their house in a fire. And then underneath, it'll be someone like... It's like a crazy go-kart video game. Yeah, yeah. It'll be like... The clouds that's right. It'll be some <laughs> video game to keep your attention. Your, your eyes are stimulated by the game being played and your ears are stimulated by the information it's you're crazy. hearing. That's that's like the steps that they're taking to pe- to keep people's attention engaged for more than 15 seconds. But see, I'm watching those things. I'm like, why am I watching this unrelated video yeah, yeah. to the story? It's uh, like the story will be like the time that I saved my dog from drowning right. and then it's someone playing a video game. <laughs> I'm like, whoa, well, for 15 seconds. No, it's that, like, that what plays is out going? in my head. That makes perfect yeah. sense. Yeah. But literally, this is, this is a result of 100% just the brain rot that is happening from consuming short form media. And for me right now, I've, you know, engaged in my studies again and dude, sitting there reading. I, I read for <laughs> Robbie was listening to the show earlier this week where I said that I was, I read for like six hours straight, man, the amount of discipline, the amount of like just fist clenching that I had to do to get <laughs> through that, to not like go and open up Facebook. Oh, it was, it was hard. Like, but I'm like, I need struggle to. Struggle is real. But I, I believe we can come back. I believe we, you know. Our, There's hope for humanity. That's right. Our brain is malleable. At the end of the day, Jesus is going to come back and fix our brains. But um, there's there's hope for us still. Our brains are malleable enough to, if we go back to practicing, you know, as uh, Jennifer Skews was suggesting, if we go back to practicing, you know, having our brain engaged with good things, uh, we'll, we'll do well. I'm just wondering, I... I think that short form video might not be in heaven. Uh, I'm just going to throw it out there. Like, <laughs> yeah, 
<laughs> just just the book of life. Yeah. Uh, Reading. That's going to be long form. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, we have uh, we have a few more text messages here uh, uh, from Sky. She says, oh, when Blake says it's a bit of a wild story, I need to pull over to not miss anything and to listen to the laughing. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes that's true. I didn't get into all the details of that story about... There's enough Egyptians, yeah, thank Russians. We've got to move on, but it, it definitely was a wild story, and I'm glad to be alive. Yeah. Uh, so I'll just say that. But uh, me too. Was it? Yeah, it was an Egyptian restaurant with Russian uh, individuals. So pretty wild times. Hectic. But uh, uh, Sky also texts us as well too. I do personally find myself getting the bottom of my shirt sucked into the top of the vacuum rod most days and knocking my elbow or smashing my thumb into something. But those ADHD videos I find to be educational because it's like, oh, there's our house. So. <laughs> <laughs> That makes sense, actually. Uh, great stuff, Sky. I, I just so you know, uh, my mom for a long time because I, I have ADHD uh, big time. Uh, I'm like one of the OG ADHD kids from back in the day. There was no medication; it was just attention. And uh, I, uh, <laughs> yeah. it was it was just the rod and suspension as yeah. well too. Yeah. So my mom, uh, lots of prayers. Have been said for me. Thanks, mom. Love you too. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's it's a journey when we have kids who have ADHD. It can be uh, it can be a difficult time for sure. I know that I uh, I'm not sure why my my kids are so well behaved. I praise the Lord, uh, but it would have been really hard on my mom. I look back at the things that I did, and I was like, wow, mom. You're a better Christian because of me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, my mom raised me up, and uh, I taught her patience. Praise so God. let's dive into our Bible study for the morning here. It's called Accepting Jesus' Victory. Uh, <laughs> Sky, sorry, one last one. Sky says, no meds, just the wooden spoon or the flip-flop. Amen. Thank you for saying flip-flop, too. That's like the nah, that's the thong. That's the classic uh, classic American way to say that. But we're going to talk about Revelation chapter twelve, verse ten. Lawson, can you read that for us, please? Revelation chapter twelve, verse ten, where the Bible says, "Then I heard a loud voice shouting across the heavens. It has come at last: salvation and power, and the kingdom of God, and the authority of His Christ. For the accuser of our brothers." And sisters, wow! I, I memorized this in a different translation. Yeah, brethren. This is this is hard. <laughs> the brother, the accusers of our brothers and sisters, has been thrown down to the earth. The one who accuses them before our God day and night. Okay, yeah. If you have a verse memorized in a different translation, and then you read the other translation, it can be very, it's very difficult because your brain is like, no, 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 no. That's no. not the right Those sequence. Aren't the words yeah. that we remember. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So essentially, here in this. We find an encouragement uh, about the accuser being cast down. Mm-hmm. Who's the accuser, Lawson? Uh, you. Wow. That's I heavy. mean, Satan. Okay. Wow. <laughs> that hurt. I wow. was like, okay. Do we need another therapy session? Yeah. yeah. See, I'm going to need one after that. <laughs> I think we're, we're, there's a bit of a rift. Yeah. <laughs> Watch here. out here. Yeah. That's um, why the big boss is in town today. Oh, Robbie, please, sort us please out. save me. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. No, we have... Revelation 12, verse 10 here basically talks about the victory that has happened and salvation and strength that has come through Christ because he has overcome or thrown down the accuser of the, as your uh, translation says, brothers and sisters. I think the New King James says brethren. Mm. And so, look, I think there's a point that needs to be made. There is still a battle that happens on the earth 
but we need to recognize that Satan has lost, period. That is mm. that is not happening uh, anymore in terms of who could win the mm. victory. The victory has been won. Mm. And I want to remind our listeners that because a lot of people love to talk about uh, the grace that God provides when we fall. Mm. And, and that's true. But there's also victory. And there's a reason why people... Who used to smoke, don't smoke. Who used to drink, don't drink. Who used to uh, be addicted to all sorts of things, aren't. is because of the victory that they find in Jesus. You're listening to The Breakfast Show Podcast on Faith FM. Positively different. With Blake and Lawson and Robbie and Chell as well too in the studio this morning. We are in the middle of our encounter with Jesus and encounter with God time, our Bible study time. But before we do that, Lawson, I see that you have one final clue. I have one final clue, guys. Here we go. I asked, how can a man be born when he is old? And then he goes on to say, should he, you know, climb back into his mother's womb? If you know who this person is, 0491-064-669 is the number to call. Or text this is your last opportunity to get in for the quiz today. so I believe the answer had something to do with uh, spiritual nature, not physical nature. Yeah. And that you have to be born again that's right. spiritually. Well, that's that's what Jesus... That was the previous clue. That's what Jesus says to him. It's like, well, no, you need to be born again, like of water and of the Spirit. This conversation also is about God's love for the whole world. Yeah. Pretty famously. is the number to call or text if you know the answer, and you'll go into the draw for our amazing prizes. Did you know that this conversation also reminds me about burgers, hamburgers? Why? Because In-N-Out Burger in America puts this verse, John 3.16, on every cup that they give out. Did you know that? Oh, really? Pretty cool. Yeah. So every cup, if you look on the inside, right on the, where the, I don't know what that part is called, but the the rim on the bottom, you look underneath says John 3.16. I think also the fries do as well, too. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of a cool thing. I like that about In-N-Out Burger. That's just like a lot of American companies in general. That are Christian. That's right. Yeah, overtly Christian. Yeah, whereas we don't really have that. Is that overtly? Today. If it's under the lid, I think it's... Well, then there's like Chick-fil-A. Covertly. Chick-fil-A is just like, we don't open on Sundays, which is, what are you doing? Open on Sundays. Don't open on Saturdays. <laughs> Come on, guys. Wake up. Anyways, you're listening wow. to The Breakfast Show. Chick-fil-A is very good. Just throwing it out there. I. It's like a chicken shop, right? It's so much more. They, they do everything. <laughs> do they? I, I mean, I guess you get fries with that. They yeah. have a lot of vegetarian stuff, too. Like, and salads as well, too. It's, it's actually a really yummy store. I, uh, I've been planning to start my own company called Haystack House, which is... That would be just the... I'll s- check it out. The sickest... A haystack restaurant. Well, ever. You Are you going to have your haystack song the whole time? Absolutely. You're going to have Revelation 14. Yeah, that's right. The three angels' the- messages <laughs> on every single box. Come, Power move. Come get your nachos. It'll be it'll be amazing. Hey, we were talking about Revelation chapter 12, Jesus winning the victory over the accuser. And the way to do that is through verse 11. Can mm-hmm. you read that for us? It says in verse 11, And they have defeated him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. And they did not love their lives so much that they were afraid... Uh, that Sorry. That they were afraid to die. So they, they weren't afraid. Right. Mm-hmm. So basically, this is a 
conversation about overcoming mm-hmm. right, and victory. Uh, in seven times, I just did it again. I'm, I'm getting in trouble because I'm saying the word uh too many times. And now I'm not supposed to talk about it as well, too. Sorry, Producer Shell. I have no <laughs> filter what, at all. So you got it. When you're coaching me off set, off off the air, this is what happens. So this is. It's this all right. Is it's raw. This is organic. <laughs> it's natural. <laughs> seven times in Revelation. Mm-hmm. The word nikau, uh, I think it's called nikau, uh, which reference I did it again, which references overcome, is said in the book of Revelation. Mm-hmm. Now, it's important for us to recognize this because overcoming is such a vital and crucial part to the Christian experience. God wants to save us from our sins, not save us in our sins, and it's important that we remember that because. Many people will come to the Christian church and think to themselves, I'm good. I have, I have Jesus. I'm saved. I mean, talking about my many people in my family who make moonshine and do all sorts of wild stuff. They're like, back when I was saved, while they're <laughs> sipping on moonshine and smoking a blunt. You know, it's just like, come on, come on, guys. Like, you have to have some form of a decision to say, I'm going to live my life differently than the rest of the world. You can't just... Claim the name of Jesus and keep going, and then keep going down yeah. that same old path. Because yeah. then the evidence now going down the same old path is not how do I say this? Your actions are not what save you, it's Jesus's actions, but you have to allow his actions to change your actions. I like this story, right? I, I heard this illustration in this sort of context that let's say you, you, you were stealing a car, you were caught in the act, you're taken to court. The judge knows that you, everyone knows what you were doing, right? And yet the judge declares you, okay, you're free to go, right? So clean the slate. Even though everyone knows you were caught in the act, Fully. when you walk out of that courthouse, you've got two choices. You can go back to try and steal the car because you got away with it. <laughs> or you can go, man, that was too close. I'm never going down that path again. Right. And that's kind of the picture, right? Where if you've been redeemed, if you've been forgiven, you've been you know, let, let go, so to speak, what are you going to do? Are you going to go back to the way you lived? Mm. Or are you going to choose to, man, that was that was amazing that I've I got like it's been wiped slate. Now let me live something different. Mm. I think uh, chapter twelve and verse ten, and also you know the description that we see of Satan right throughout the Bible really highlights his accusing nature. Yes, like and in fact the word Satan means the accuser. Right, and and it, it brings up questions to me because I'm like, oh, he's a really bad guy, but why is his primary identifying name of the accuser and it it says here that you know he's accusing the brethren but jesus has won the victory and it's cool in in zechariah chapter three we actually see a vision of that playing out with joshua the high priest standing before the angel of the lord you know you can see it's kind of a a pearly gates type scene Mm. he's he's under judgment and you have satan there accusing and we see that right throughout history Satan is, and all the way up until the end of time, Satan is accusing because, as you were saying in that story from the, the from the Dominican Republic, mm. this guy is like being communicated to by Satan. You're mine, like you're a sinner. You fall short of the glory of God. You are mine. But the amazing reality of the situation that we then see in verse eleven is that his accusations, though we have sinned and we're guilty, his accusations are actually true. They have been overcome. By the blood of the Lamb, by what Jesus has done. And and now we have the ability to choose Jesus, to follow Jesus, to be covered by the blood of the Lamb, to have the perfect court 
defense mm. against the accusations of Satan uh, by, by yeah, letting Jesus work in our life. And also, it's like, it's not only does Jesus cover those offenses, but as you were saying, when we take on board the grace of God in our life and we let him work in our hearts and minds, we actually have the ability to to represent Jesus in in a way that would lead others to know him. Right? You know, it's awesome that Jesus represents us. Yeah. Uh, he's our lawyer. He's our defense. But then we also are given the privilege of representing Jesus to others. I love in this verse, verse 10, right? He, by the way, when this happened... This was at the cross. When we connect this to John chapter 12, we see that this, this verse is fulfilled at the cross, right? Because Satan, because, uh, sorry, Christ says about Satan, now the prince of this world is cast out, you know, at the, right for the cross. But what I love here is he says, the kingdom of our God, right? Mm. And then you, we were talking off air before that in Matthew 24, verse 14, Jesus says, when the, um, the gospel of the kingdom mm. of God mm. goes to all the world and then comes, mm. guess how that happens? Mm. Through witnesses. Mm-hmm. And then in verse 11, you just read it. It says, through the word of their testimony. Mm. And so it's the act of me going, hey, you know what? This is what I was like. Mm. Then I met Jesus. I experienced his power to overcome. Mm. And now look what's happened. Mm. If you think of all the stories in the Bible, the one in Jesus' day, the one that's most most stands out in my mind was the demoniac mm. who was healed. And he was the greatest effective evangelist. And guess what he had to say? I, I know Jesus. Yeah. I was like this, and now this is how I am. And the, now yeah. this is how I am. That, that's so the story of old. I don't know, like the, the blind man who said that before as well, too. It, it's essentially, this is how I was, then Jesus, now I'm this. <laughs> All I know is that I was blind, but now I see. You're listening to The Breakfast Show Podcast on Faith FM. Positively different. With Blake... Lawson, Robbie, and Shell all live here this morning. We've come pretty close to the end of our show, but we need an answer to this amazing quiz. Dude, I'll give you answers, dude. Give me an answer. So this is a who am I quiz. And we were looking at the different clues about who this could possibly be. I think the the interesting the really interesting one, the rest of the clues are pretty straightforward. The first one. But the first clue what threw me off. Does our law condemn anyone without first hearing him to find out what he is doing? Now, this person, the majority of their story is found within John chapter 3. As we said, we, we, most of the clues are from the conversation that he has with Jesus in John chapter 3. But actually, here in John chapter 7, we see him advocating for, for Jesus Jesus' yeah. right to speak. So this person was none other than the famous Pharisee dun, dun, dun. and Sanhedrin member Nicodemus. Or as the guys at that restaurant that I was at would have said, Nico. Sure. <laughs> so Nic- Nicodemus, he is probably, at, at the time, apart from Joseph of Arimathea, who we know Jesus was buried in his tomb, he was among probably the most famous and high-profile followers of Jesus, which, you know, kind of went into motion after his conversation with Jesus. Do you know, I read a commentary on um, Nicodemus, mm-hmm. or what they, what, this is extra biblical, right? It's not in the biblical accounts. Of course, yeah. But they believe that his wealth was so much that he could support the city of Jerusalem for six years with his own personal wealth. Wow. Dude. Yeah. yeah. So in today's scale, like you're talking like an Elon Musk type character. Like yeah. filthy wow. wealthy. I wonder if Elon Musk could support Jerusalem for six years. I'm going to talk to him. 
Yeah. <laughs> or call it up. But I, I think at the time as well, those of the high class in in Jerusalem, like like Sanhedrin members, Nicodemus, Joseph of Arimathea, mm. like the the Jerusalem economy was one of the biggest in the yeah. entire world because of the existence of the temple of which everyone came to. Correct. But I also think out. too, from a if you if you go through the Old Testament, mm-hmm. uh, there is probably more about finances than almost any other topic in the Bible. And so, historically speaking, those that are of descendants of Judaism uh, have been really good with finances because they're following principles mm. that have been given in both the Torah and the oral Torah and the oral tradition as well, too, because they kept a very kind of circular economic infrastructure. Going back to the service station in Oregon, mm. they had a kind of similar thing where they would keep the money within their social structures and within their social circles, mm. and everyone would benefit. It was a beautiful thing. And but so, they, work, they worked very much as like a family unit, right? So fully. like like the kids learn the trade, they keep it in the family, and they just build on the wealth, and the wealth gets passed down and it just acquires. Whereas in like Australia, dude, as soon as you turn eighteen, all right, you're on your own. <laughs> Go start again <laughs> from scratch. <laughs> that's dude, that's so true. I we were talking a little bit in the breaks about Newcastle Uni and working there, and and when I was working there with a lot of like Chinese students and and Ch- Chinese students, students from the Middle East and whatnot, and they're talking about, oh yeah, like my mum just like always sends me money, and, yeah, and I, you know, like I was talking to one student, they're like, I've never got less than five thousand dollars in my bank account, even though I don't work, because they're always sending me money that I that I need, and I'm like, does he need a brother? Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'm not saying that my parents haven't financially supported me, but definitely by the time you're an adult, it's you have you're to, on your own. You you you're on your own, and if you want anything, you have to ask. Like yeah. it's you have to get. Whereas there, it's just it's in terms of wealth, it's it is that community, and as a result, I heard another story. I've actually this makes sense. I think my daughter thinks she's Chinese. <laughs> Why is that? Because she expects five thousand dollars all the time. So this is interesting. Something's going on here. I'm gonna have to talk to her. Who are you hanging out with? But uh, it's it's something that we see, like in in a in a modern context as well, among particularly people from the Middle East. Like Mm. it'll be it'll be eight brothers live in a huge house together and then all outside of the West. Outside of the West, it's most cultures. Like my fam, my wife's family is all European, Eastern European, and they're the same. Like. You keep the wealth, you keep the jobs, you keep everything in the family. And it's crazy. It's, that is yeah. a good point, actually. Blood is thicker than water, apparently. Yeah, not in Australia. <laughs> but, you know, we're, we're, we're doing other that's, things. That's why we're so uh, tough. <laughs> Thanks for being a part of the Faith FM family. Join our community on Facebook or get in touch at 1-800-FAITH-FM. We've come to the end of the show, guys. I'm looking out oh. the window... Low pressure system blowing through here in Newcastle. It's only going to be around 20 degrees and raining today. I love how you can look out the window and see a low pressure system. You can. You can see there's clouds. <laughs> yeah. There's he little, does this stuff all the time. He's like just a like, learned individual. It just looks like a bunch of clouds to me. That's what a low pressure system, system is. If it's a high pressure system, there's less clouds. Right. There's a low pressure system. Yeah, I just walk around thinking about low pressure, high pressure. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I, I don't know. I look at the sky. I'm like, hey, there you go. This I'm is, too this emotionally is... charged up to know either the difference. There's literally, I always feel year, high pressure. I remember learning this in year eight science. Oh, I learned it, but I don't think like that. Sure. Well, I got yeah. kicked out of year eight, so that's what I missed. <laughs> you missed that I, class. I, I made it to year nine, so. Forget to talk fake, live fake, act fake, and you will grow strong in Jesus Christ. We'll see you tomorrow on The Breakfast Show. God be with